Hello and welcome to The Anxious Personality with me, Sarah B from Coaching with Sarah B. Today we're going to be talking about self-limiting beliefs. Well, hello everyone. Happy New Year. I hope you all had an incredible Christmas filled with so much love and joy and cherished every moment and I hope you had an epic new year whatever you did um we actually did something really different this year and on new year's eve we started at 11 o'clock in the morning uh, not drinking at that time but we started at 11 a.m and kind of every hour or two we did something that was quite cultural to whichever country was turning midnight at that time so i think we did we started off with new zealand and the hacker at 11 a.m which was quite fun um and we did like japan we did um italy we did brazil things like that and um yeah it was just something really different so um get in touch let me know what you did for new year um if it was good how did you spend it who did you spend it with um and yeah you can contact me on instagram at coaching with sarah b or on facebook at exactly the same handle coaching with sarah b so today i said we were going to be talking about self-limiting beliefs now this is quite um it's been going quite a while self-limiting beliefs in terms of its exposure on social media and how much it's been spoken about and it is kind of touched on in everyday life in um the workplace and things like that except it might just be called something different now when we talk about self-limiting beliefs these are beliefs and restrictions normally that we put on ourselves so this can be things like you know i'm not good at what i do um i'll never be x type of person i will never be able to do this i'll never to be able to go there um i'll always be stuck doing this it's just how i'm wired all these kind of things that we tell ourselves that keep us stuck where we are and it almost puts barriers in our way so that we're unable to move forward so um just because the majority of people in the world are employed i'm going to use that as an example because it will be relevant to anyone and everyone because most people have had a job at some point in their life um so within the workplace you know you might have a self-limiting belief say you go for a new job whatever the job role is when it comes up to an interview it's very very normal to feel a little bit anxious a bit nervous like having that kind of sick feeling in the pit of your stomach that's very very normal um and that just shows that you care you know and that you want to get the position obviously otherwise you wouldn't really be going for the interview um However, that can go one step further and if you don't have a grasp on your mindset, the thoughts that you think and those self-limiting beliefs, they can actually come across in your interview. So they can come across with, in terms of a lack of self-confidence, you might fumble across your words, you might kind of get mind block and most employers will take those nerves into consideration 
But self-limiting beliefs can also come across as an energy. So if your self-limiting beliefs are to do with your capability within the role you're applying for, that will come across as an energy and a vibe. And the employers are likely to pick up on the fact that you don't feel capable for this job and therefore they're less likely to give you it. So this is a very um, common, I suppose, scenario that I come across when speaking to people because obviously everyone wants to move up in the world. Everyone, most people, sorry, not everyone wants to, you know, quite a lot of people are still going to be happy with the job that they stepped into the role with, blah, blah, blah. But for those people who want to move up the career ladder or, you know, they want to branch out and try something that's slightly different but maybe still within the same concept of work that they do, you're going to come across those self-limiting beliefs at some point. Um, And like I say, that is completely normal and it is very common, especially in this area of life, but it's how we handle them in those situations that makes the biggest difference. You know, I'm not sitting here and preaching to you like I'm perfect, like I don't suffer with or struggle with self-limiting beliefs ever because I do. They are very different for everyone and they will occur the same and different in very different situations. So when when I say they will occur the same in different situations, it could be that you lack confidence but it might come across differently in different situations. So it's still the same self-limiting belief that you're lacking confidence, but it will come across differently in different situations. So like I said before, within a job interview, the interviewers might pick up that you lack that self-confidence because you might start fumbling across your words. Um, You know, the way you position yourself, you might be hunched over, you might nervously fidget with your hands or a pen or whatever. Um, And that's quite, those quite common aspects within that scenario. So if we take ourselves out of that scenario, but keep the self-limiting belief of that that lack of self-confidence and that, I'm not good enough essentially and I'm not confident enough to do this activity it could be that you know you've been invited to a party or you've been and not that anyone really gets invited for parties anymore but you might have been invited on a night out or to go to the pub a social event of some sort and your self-limiting belief crops up that you're not confident enough to go to this party you don't feel good enough compared to everybody else that's going or might be going to go to this party and that shows up with the side of things where you might get a little bit hot and sweaty, a bit hot and flustered, you might spend hours or days contemplating what do I wear, what's everybody else gonna wear, Um, am I gonna make a fool out of myself, am I gonna trip up over the stairs as I'm walking in, you know, am I gonna know anybody? And again, that's actually a confidence thing, um, which can show up obviously as slightly anxious traits. Um, but it's the same self-limiting belief that you haven't got that confidence and self-worth and you're not worthy enough to 
go to that party just like within the interview position you might feel like you're not worthy or confident enough to get that job or to do that job so do you see how the very same self-limiting belief can cross over into different aspects of life so this is why it's so important to look at self-limiting beliefs as individuals so not just in specific aspects of life but as a a separate entity almost so self-limiting beliefs aren't they're not who you are you know so just because it's a self-limiting belief does not mean that it is who you are self-limiting beliefs are learned beliefs everything I think I've said this before in a previous episode but everything that we learn and everything that we believe has come from somewhere you know we don't just come out of the womb knowing all these things and having all these self-limiting beliefs or belief systems of any sort we pick them up from different things within our environment what we read what we listen to what we see um you know things that are put in front of us so that's what our senses are for we hear things we see things we taste things we feel things Um, not just physically but on an emotional level and we pick up these belief systems so when we have a self-limiting belief it has come from somewhere so to be able to unpick the self-limiting belief as a separate identity and a separate concept rather than in individual situations you know because you can overcome nerves for an interview you could overcome the nerves of going to a social event or anything else you know confidence could affect you and self-worth can affect you within your health and your relationships and your the intimacy you have and things like that and you can overcome them in each individual scenario and that's absolutely fine if you want to go ahead and do it that way but if you want to almost fast track that belief and squash it and retrain the mind to think differently for one self-limiting beliefs because we do have many you're better off looking at it as its own separate entity so when you're looking at your self-confidence where has that belief come from and this is where inner work comes in where you need to think and feel all the way back all the way through your lifetime because like I said it's things you've picked up from birth So, you know, obviously if you've had more experiences, you've got more things to think about, but you can look back and think, is there any pivotal things that have happened in my life that have knocked my confidence, that have knocked my self-worth, that have made me feel this way before? And it might be that the first thing that comes up is maybe only a couple of years old. And then the more you think about it, the further back you should go so try and get as young as possible you know there's probably going to be only so far you can go back with your memories um but the younger you can go in your memories where you have felt that way or you may have been in a scenario where you've picked up on something that's made you feel that limiting belief or believe it the better because that's going to be like the origin of that self-limiting belief you know you can even start looking at the things that you are consuming on a daily basis so what films are you watching 
in terms of confidence you know it could be that you've watched films where someone who is in a similar industry or a similar job role to you has been picked on or you know she hasn't got the job or whatever something like that and things that we watch on tv and in films has quite a high impact on us that we don't even realize and it's a sub on a subconscious level um it could be things that we have read it could be things that people have said to us with the best intention um or not realizing the effect that those words could have on you and it could just be something as simple as that it could be you know the way you were at school if you were bullied if teachers maybe made comments that you'll never get so far in life and things like that will add up and lead to this self-limiting belief that you've that you've created essentially and being led to believe so the more work you can do around the actual belief itself rather than on individual scenarios the quicker you will overcome it and you will be able to retrain your brain and don't get me wrong you will be tested on this um not as in like I'm going to send you an exam (laughs) but you'll be tested in life so you will always be consuming things you'll always be exposed to things that will test your level of beliefs and it will test your level of confidence within yourself and obviously I am just focusing on that one limiting belief at the minute but there is obviously so so many that you can start to unpick um so I just want to touch on I realize as well it's been highlighted to me how often I say the word so so I'm very conscious of that now um but now I've told you how you can overcome the self-limiting beliefs you might be sitting there thinking well how do I know what limiting beliefs I have if lack of confidence isn't one of them if confidence isn't a limiting belief that I have how do I know what my self-limiting beliefs are I feel stuck but I don't know how to move forward well a lot of the times they can come out on a one-to-one basis and just do general conversation and that does depend on who you're speaking to if you were to have a conversation with myself there's probably a lot of limiting beliefs that I would be able to pick up in you know a very short period of time you know in as little as 20 minutes however you should speak to your mum or your best friend someone who's close to you you could have the same conversation or say the same things and they wouldn't necessarily pick up on them because that's likely where you've picked up some of your beliefs because they are the closest people to you that isn't the only way don't get me wrong that is not the only way but that is the fastest way so if you do want to reach out and have a conversation that's absolutely fine send me a message at coaching with sarah b on instagram or facebook and we can have a chat that's absolutely fine another way that you can determine where your self-limiting beliefs are is to go with your gut so when I say go with your gut you can have good feelings and bad feelings well not bad feelings but more negative feelings with your gut instinct and the more you start to trust it the more you will understand and differentiate the two 
So when you are triggered by something, you will get the more negative gut feeling and it won't be a nice gut feeling. So a nice positive gut feeling, it's like, yes, let's go. It's It feels like butterflies. It feels exciting. It feels like, ooh, the guy I just like just messaged me kind of gut feeling uh, where it feels all buzzy and butterflies and rainbows and it feels quite nice. And then you will have the things that trigger you, which will trigger a more negative gut feeling. And that will almost feel like a pit in the stomach. It might feel like a lump in the throat. It might feel like a little bit of a tight chest. It might feel like, you know, someone might have just, like, it feels like someone's just punched you in the stomach. It might feel like you're a bit sick. Anything that feels less than excited, giddy, buzzing, all those types of emotions is would be classed as a negative gut feeling. And when you get those negative gut feelings, that is a trigger. So whatever your situation is, whether someone's talking about something, whether something's just happened, whether it was you directly involved or you've just witnessed it, whether, you know, you're watching a TV series or a film, whatever the situation is or what's been said, if you feel any of those negative gut feeling emotions, that is what's triggering you. So you need to take stock of what's happening. Is somebody talking about money? Is that a trigger? Is somebody talking about progressing at work is that a trigger is somebody talking about going on holiday and being in their bikini is that a trigger is someone talking about food is that a trigger there are so many different things and subject topics that could trigger you and then it's down to you to figure out why has that triggered you in what aspect has that triggered you does that trigger you at any other point but maybe not as directly or as impactfully I don't even know that's the word doesn't even sound right but there will be different levels of how much these self-limiting beliefs crop up and trigger you depending on the exposure so somebody who you care about and respect a lot like a family member or a very close friend might say or do something that triggers you And that's where it will set off the domino effect of realising that that aspect, that topic, whatever, is a trigger. Because it's very impactful, it's very full on because it's someone who you care a lot about. Let's just take food, for example. They might be talking about food, might be talking about going for a takeaway, whatever, going out for a meal. And that might trigger you. In which case, you have to then think, why the hell has that just triggered me? Does food trigger me at any other point in my life in which case you can either sit and think about it and wonder actually does it trigger me when I watch food programs does it trigger me when I see people on Instagram with food you know think of different other situations where it might affect you otherwise you can just highlight it for the time being understand that that's triggered you and then keep that awareness to bring it forward in other aspects of life to see if there is any other occasions where food is involved where it is triggering you.
yeah it might not be as gut-wrenching as the initial contact with a family member or a close friend but it might still trigger you to a certain extent to be like ah right okay this is a reoccurring thing in different aspects of my life I should really look into this so this is where self-awareness comes in and um if you don't know what self-awareness is I highly recommend that you have a look into it because the level of self-awareness you have is the level of self-awareness that will essentially get you to where you want to be and help you to uncover all of these self-limiting beliefs and start moving forward and stop feeling so stuck. Um, I did kind of touch on self-awareness in episode two when I spoke about the conscious and the subconscious mind um, and probably spoke about it in episode three during meditation as well. Um, I'm going to do an episode all about self-awareness, why it's so important. Um, don't know why that came out funny. <laughs> um, but I will do a full episode on self-awareness, why it's so important and the aspects of life that self-awareness will help you with but I hope you have enjoyed this episode I hope you have taken some value from it I hope you managed to implement some of these things please do feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook give me a follow it's at coaching with Sarah B pop the notifications on so that you don't miss the next episode and I will see you very soon.